السلام عليك زين الأنبياء السلام على الحمد لله الحمد لله الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا أن هدانا الله اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد مفتاح باب رحمة الله عدد ما في علم لا صراة والسلام دائمين بدوام منك الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه وشهد أنه الله الذي لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له إله واحد ورب شاهدا ونحن له مسلمون وشهد أن سيدنا وحبيبنا وكرة عيوننا محمد عبده رسوله أرسله الله بالهدى والدين الحق ليظهر على الدين كله ولو كره المشركون أما بعد يا عباد الله إني مسيكم ونفسي إياي بتقوى الله As believers we should strive to be people of taqwa that is to be aware of our Lord to be God conscious in all of our different affairs in in order to tru- truly achieve this we have to know about the niyyah we have to understand the importance of the intention we have to understand the various dimensions of the intention from sincerity of intention from making multiple intentions behind one act and from also the standpoint of having an intention and in everything that it is that we do throughout our lives and when we understand these dimensions of the intention we will then understand that we can reach through our intention because it's an act that which we cannot reach in other ways and the reach of the intention is something that is oftentimes neglected amongst the believers but the intention because it relates to what makes us uniquely human i.e. our ikhtiyar the freedom of choice that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us and thus privileged us over other aspects of his creation subhanahu wa ta'ala it relates directly to the intention and there's something very special about the intention that it has what is called ta'thir it will impact and affect your life it will impact and affect your reality and this is understood very clearly from one of the very blessed stories in the Quran al-Karim the story of Sayyidatina Maryam the blessed mother the siddiqa of Sayyidina Isa and Sayyidina Isa is known as Isa ibn Maryam he is Isa the son of the very blessed Maryam and Maryam was on the lips of our prophet as well sallallahu alaihi wasallam testifying that she was one of the greatest women who ever stepped foot on the face of this earth so she is someone that we love dearly after all there is a whole chapter in the Quran that is titled Maryam and she is someone that is an exemplar for both the male and female believers and we learn in her story that her very blessed mother Hanna Hanna in English when she got married that she wanted to have a child and she wanted to devote that child of hers to the service of the temple during their time 
And at first, that Hanna, she wasn't able to have children. And she feared that she was barren. And then the story has it that she was out in nature one day and she observes a bird bring food to a baby bird. And this is indeed something amazing. I remember last spring, not too far from where we are right now, we were in a gazebo and there was a bird's nest and to witness the bird lay eggs and then to witness the eggs hatch and then to witness the babies just literally just open their mouths and the mother bird go out and to get food and then to bring the food back to the babies. It's something amazing. And our Prophet told us, Were you to truly place your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he would provide for you the way that he provides for a believer. That bird goes out in the morning hungry and returns full. And that bird, mother bird brings food back to the baby birds. This is something amazing. So her being a very spiritually deep person, when she witnessed this, this moved her internally. Her soul moved and asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a child. And she made a vow. O oh Allah, laka alayya in razaqtani waladan and at the saddaq bihi ala bayt al maqdas. If you bless me with a male child, that I will give that child in charity, i.e., I will give him in service to bayt al maqdas, to the temple. And he will be from its sadana and khadama. He'll be from those who serve. So then, shortly after this, she gave birth to Maryam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and this is in Ali Imran, إِذْ قَالَتَ مْرَعُتِ إِمْرَانَ رَبِّي إِنِّي نَذَرْتُ لَكَ مَا فِي بَطْنِي مُحَرَّرًا Remember when the wife of Imran said, My Lord, I dedicate what is in my womb entirely to your service. So she's mentioned in the Quran as the wife of Imran. And it is from here that we know that the Prophet Zechariah and Imran they were brothers, and they also married sisters. And in the story, as we will come to see, this is why that Isa salam, is the first cousin of the Prophet Yahya. Salam. And so Allah Ta'ala recounts this story. And when we say remember, it's in brackets because that Allah Ta'ala uses this and remember and remember all these different stories of the blessed prophets. In this story, it's not specifically mentioned, but it. This is what it means. It's as if it is there. And Allah wants us to connect to these stories. So remember when the wife of Imran said, My Lord, I dedicate what is in my womb entirely to your service. Inni nadartu, this is a nadar, this is a vow. Nadartu laka, only for his sake. I vow to you that which is in my womb. Muharraran. And muharraran here means that freed up to be entirely in your service. I don't want anything from him. She wanted a boy so that he could serve in the temple as was the rules of the time that only boys would be able to do so. And so 
she then prayed and asked Allah Ta'ala, فَتَقَبَّلْ مِنِّي O Allah, accept from me إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيُّ الْعَلِيمُ Indeed that you are the all-hearing and the all-knowing. So this was her intention. She made a vow to Allah that if you give me a child, my intention then is to give that child to you for your sake. And then we learn as a result of that intention what ended up happening. And so then she, when she delivered, she said, My Lord, I have given birth to a girl. And Allah fully knew what she had delivered. And the male is not like the female. I have named her Maryam. And I seek your protection for her in her offspring from shaitan, the accursed. So when she gave birth to the child that she had vowed, she noticed that it was a female. And so her saying this, that my Lord, that I have given birth to a female, she was sad because she wanted a boy to fulfill her oath. And then, Allah knows everything. Allah that it has knowledge of everything. He has more knowledge of what it is that she gave birth to. And there is a rhetorical reason that this is mentioned. This is to that exalt this very incredible event. And then Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَيْسَ ذَكْرُكَ الْأُنْدَ And the first meaning that the commentators mention about this, that the male is not like the female, is that the female that we have gifted you is not like the male that you wanted. She's even greater than that male that you wanted to serve. And that she will go on to be the mother of the Prophet Isa alayhi salatu salam. Or that it could be that she is the one who said this, to herself, because she was worried that she wasn't able, wasn't able to fulfill her vow now. But then, And indeed that I have named her Maryam, out of hope that she would have a portion of her name. As it has been said, that every named thing has a portion of its name. This is why it is a sunnah to give our children good names. And one of the reasons why it's sunnah, and also to honor the child and to honor other things as well, because the Prophet would name other things as well. And in their language, Maryam meant Al Abida Al Khadima, the worshipful servant. And so she named her daughter Maryam hoping that she would be Abida and Khadima, that she would be a worshiper and she would be in service. And then look what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَتَقَبَّلَهَا رَبُّهَا بِقَبُولٍ حَسَنٍ Allahu Akbar. So her Lord accepted her graciously. فَتَقَبَّلَهَا رَبُّهَا بِقَبُولٍ حَسَنٍ The Lord of the heavens and the earth accepted, accepted her graciously. بِقَبُولًا حَسَنٍ Graciously. 
hasana, and blessed her with a pleasant upbringing. And so what we learn from this is, before we move on to finish the story, that the mother of Sayyidatina Maryam, she made an intention. And as a result of her intention, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed her with Sayyidatina Maryam. This is a proof of the ta'thir of the niyyah, how the intention impacts our reality and affects what it is that we do, it affects our reality. Another one of the classic examples of this is the father of Abu Hamid al-Ghazali, the great Imam Hujjat al-Islam al-Ghazali. His father was someone who loved the people of knowledge. He would frequent the gatherings of the scholars. And when he would do so, he himself wasn't a scholar. He would say, Oh Allah, bless me with a scholar. And then he would frequent the gatherings of the Wa'adh, those who were delivering public speeches that would move and stir the hearts of people. They were delivering speeches, giving admonition. And he would say, Oh Allah, bless me with a son who can give admonition. And Allah blessed him with Abu Hamid al-Ghazali and his brother, Sheikh Ahmed, Imam Ahmed, who was a great Imam. He took over for a short period of time at for Imam Ghazali after he left the Nizamiya. People tend to forget that he was also a very a great scholar. And he was someone that affected that Persian poetry deeply, especially with the meanings of love. And you see a change and shift in Persian poetry post Imam Ahmed al-Ghazali, the brother Imam al-Ghazali. So Imam al-Ghazali's father was blessed with two a great scholar and a great mystic and someone that could move the hearts of people. And Imam al-Ghazali also had that trait as well, as we know through his story. But from the blessing of intention, they made and he made an intention to want to have a child for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. And then that intention impacted their reality. So look in this beautiful story, what then happens as a result. So we know that they draw lots and eventually that her uncle, Zakari, who had more right to her, it was her uncle, that he takes over her upbringing. And Allah Ta'ala says, وَكَفَّلَهَا زَكَرِيَّ Entrusting her to the care of Zakariyah. كُلَّمَا دَخَلَ عَلَيْهَا زَكَرِيَّ الْمِحْرَابِ وَجَدَ عِنْدَهَا رِزْقًا Whenever Zakariyah visited her in the sanctuary, he found her supplied with provisions. And that when she became of age, that he built her a place to worship. And he built her a prayer niche where she could pray. And there was a ladder up to where she was so that no one could go. And there was seven doors to get to her, to protect her. Because she was such a purified soul. And so he would come and serve her on a daily basis and bring her food. So he would come and bring her food. He found her supplied with provisions already. And they mention is that in the summer she would have that the fruits of the winter, and in the winter she would have the fruits of the summer. And so that she had provision already. And then he asked her, Qala ya Marum, anna laki hadha. Where did you receive this provision? She replied, then she responded to him, that Qalat huwaman indillah. It is from Allah. Inna Allah man hisab. Surely Allah provides forever He wills without limit. What a beautiful story. 
This is Satan and Zechariah. And look at the way that the intention of her mother that led to her birth and her piety in the way that she lived that then affected Satan and Zechariah, who was a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he saw this and witnessed this right before his eyes. Miracles are for prophets, but this was a breaking of the norm that happened on the hand of Sayyidina Maryam, who was a Siddiqah. This is when he goes on to then ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a child. Then in there, Zakaria prayed to his Lord. Then in there, Zakaria prayed to his Lord. My Lord, grant me by your grace, righteous offspring. You are certainly the hearer of all prayers. And then, فَنَادَتْهُ الْمَلَائِكَ وَهُوْ قَائِمٌ يُصَلِّ فِي الْمِحْرَابِ أَنَّ اللَّهِ يُبَشِّرُكَ بِيَحْيَىٰ مُصَدِّكًا بِكَنِمَةً مِنَ اللَّهِ وَسَيِّدٍ وَحَصُورًا وَنَبِيًا مِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ So the angels called out to him while he stood praying in the sanctuary. Allah gives you good news of the birth of John, who will confirm the word of Allah and be a great leader, chaste, and a prophet amongst the righteous. So this is a story that tells us about the importance of intention and how that it can impact what it is that you and I do. And it is from here that we can understand the famous statement of Imam al-Junaid. And this statement for the Abd al-Fakir is very special because I remember upon arrival to the blessed city of Tarim, one of my primary teachers, Habib Ali Jafri, may Allah Ta'ala preserve him. This is the very first thing, you know, I had met him before that. But when I arrived to Tarim, and I remember in the Musallah of Ahl Kisa, greeting him up near where we were shaking hands, and then he quoted this statement of Imam Junaid. مَنْ فَتَحَ عَلَى نَفْسِهِ بَابَ نِيَةً صَارِحَةً فَتَحَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ سَبْعِينَ بَابًا مِنَ بَابَ And this means, whoever makes a righteous intention, Allah will open up 70 doors for that person to attain what it is that they intended. And literally, men fetahad enough whoever opens upon himself a door of a righteous intention. In other words, righteous intentions are like doors that open up amazing horizons for us as human beings. That if you make a righteous intention, there will be 70 doors from the doors of Tawfiq. Without Tawfiq, you can't worship Allah, you can't obey Allah. It's only because of his tawfiq that we can obey him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is through his tawfiq that we're able to remain in a state of obedience and to do righteous works. And if you make one intention, 70 doors will open up for you to fulfill what it is that you intended. What a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why when we understand the importance of intention, we understand how it's life-changing, how it transforms us, and how it's something that every single one of us can do. Every single one of us can do this. We don't have to have an incredible amount of knowledge or to be a scholar to be successful when it comes to this meaning. We have to just learn how to make intentions, how to make righteous intentions, how to make multiple intentions behind any act, and how to make intentions in everything that it is that we do. And it will change our lives. 
And as our Prophet taught us, وسلم, it's a hadith that's narrated upon him. There's weakness in the chain, but the meaning is true. The intention of the believer is better than his act. In another narration, أبلغ, it's further reaching. The intention of the believer is further reaching than his, the act itself. And then another narration, إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَزَوْجَلْ Then indeed that Allah Ta'ala gives His servant according to His intention, that which He does not give him according to the act itself. And so with these multiple chains, the hadith gains strength. And definitely in the realm of Fadal al-A'mad is something of meritorious acts that we can act upon. And there are many meanings that the scholars point to of why this is the case. Why is the knee of the mu'min better? Why is the intention better than its act than the act itself? But one of those meanings is you can attain through righteous intentions that which you can't attain merely through your acts. We're all limited in terms of what it is that we can do. But if we learn to make righteous intentions then it will be a means for us to attain acts even if we don't have the ability to perform them. And in one of the commentaries that of Hadith, it, it mentions the following story, that people will come on, day of, on the Day of Judgment and Allah Ta'ala will say to the Hafadah, يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ اُكْتُبُ لِعَبْدِ كَذَا وَكَذَا مِنْ أَجْرِ He will command the angels to write that such and such a reward, reward for his servant. The angels who were recording his deeds said that we don't ever, we weren't, we don't remember him doing that. We weren't aware of him doing that act. Nor is it in our scrolls. And then Allah will say to him, Indeed, he intended it. And people will come with mountains of actions on Yom Qiyamah. And they will realize that they are their deeds, but they didn't perform them. They won't think they're theirs at first. But it will be by virtue of the intention that they make. And this becomes very clear in a hadith in Bukhari, where that Anas says, he said, when we were returning from the battle of Tabuk with the Prophet ﷺ, and the Prophet said to us, Inna that there are people that we left behind in Medina. We did not traverse any canyon or pass through any valley. Save they were with us. Allahu Akbar. That's enough. The Prophet himself is saying, they were with us. They were with us. And of course that means they're going to receive what it is that they received when Sayyid Uthman stayed behind. The Prophet himself put his hand out. This is on behalf of Sayyidina Uthman. This is how our Prophet was, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that Miftah Bab Rahmatillah, the key that opens the door of the mercy of Allah Taala, Habasamhum al Udhr, that they were restrained by an excuse. They weren't able to come because they had a valid excuse. And as a result, that they took part in the reward that the other companions took part in. So this door, this door of, in, of an intention is an incredible door that we can open for ourselves. And if we learn to bring intentions into our lives, and I advise myself and all of my brothers and sisters 
to learn how to make intentions. Spend the time doing it. Write them down and try to intend them daily. And inshallah ta'ala, you will find amazing things happen in your life. If you put this into practice, you will find amazing things. It starts with the intention. Even if you don't think you can actually do something outwardly, make the intention. You want to give wealth away, make the intention. You want to study the deen, make the intention. You want to visit a special person, make the intention. You want to draw near to Allah, make the intention. It starts with the intention. But because we underestimate the intention, we don't take that step. But if we take that step and make a strong intention, you will find wonders from the enabling grace of our Lord that will open the doors for you to facilitate what it is that you intended. And then you will receive from the bounty of Allah that which you never even knew existed, that which is beyond your ability to possibly even imagine from the great manifestations of his bounty subhanahu wa ta'ala may Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and bless us in all of our affairs aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li jami'i muslimin fastaghfiru fa inna ghafurur rahim alhamdulillah alhamdulillah rabbil alamin wa sallallahu ala sayyidina muhammadin ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursalin wa ala alihi at-tayyibin at-tahirin wa sahabati akrami wa tabi'inhum bi ihsani yawm ad-din wa alayna ma'ahum wa fihim bi rahmatika ya arhamar rahimin inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala an-nabi ya ayyuhalladhina ya ayyuhalladhina ittaqullaha اللهم صل وسلم على اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى سيدنا محمد كما صليت على سيدنا محمد وعلى سيدنا محمد حميد مجيد وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى سيدنا محمد كما باركت على سيدنا محمد انك حميد مجيد اما بعد عباد الله اني مصيكم نفسي اياي بتقوى الله ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى سيدنا محمد كما صليت على سيدنا ابراهيم وعلى سيدنا ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى سيدنا محمد كما باركت على سيدنا ابراهيم وعلى سيدنا ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد ورضي الله تعالى عن سادات الخلفاء الراشدين بكر عثمان وعلي وعلى جميع ساداتنا اهل بيت رسول الله المطهرين من ارجاس وعلينا معهم وفيهم رحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات المسلمين والمسلمات الاحياء منهم والاموات يا اول الاولين يا اخر الاخرين يا ذا القوه المتين ويا راحم الساكين يا ارحم الراحمين انجز لنا رحمه من عندك نسعد بها في الدنيا والاخره اللهم انا نسالك زياره في الدين وبركه في العمر وصحه في الجسد وسعه في الرزق وتوبه قبل الموت وشهاده عند الموت ومغفره بعد الموت وعفوا عن حساب ما من عذاب ونصيب من الجنه وذكرنا النظر وجهك الكريم وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اواكم الله نصركم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروا على نعمه يزدكم ولذكر الله اكبر